millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. is a new world order and I am Chancellor Zane C. Webber of the Nation of Zane Australia here with my real friends, rulers of their virtual nations from across the nation states dot net seas. Your people's champion, Mr. Juicy, Sebastian. Ew, <laughs> gross. Of the United no. States of Who Sebastian? signed off on that one? <laughs> Oh, that's my favorite. That, that oh, must gosh. come. That must come with a with a calendar of you just doing <laughs> weird, weird <laughs> underwear shots. You know, always, always licking your finger or you know, telling yourself to yeah, shh, yeah. Quiet. Let's go with I'm wearing underwear because that that, <laughs> that sells us a lot better than what actually is showing. <laughs> and I'm of course Andrew Schossler, the most supreme, magnificent overlord of everything you ever saw in the great Confederacy of Andropolia. And if you're joining us for the first time, we each run a virtual nation on nationstates.net, dealing with the weekly issues that accost our nations and arguing with each other about which is the best way to go. As an added layer, we also <laughs> are working against the gypsy curse that we are cursed with every five weeks or so. Mm, and so now we have to deal with an international terror plot that is plaguing each of us in unique ways. <laughs> uh, last week I made an arrest of a terrorist ringleader while <laughs> upping surveillance to track down terrorists. I taught my people that it's okay that people are from other countries. You should know and respect their culture. and Especially when they're killing you. And together we can move along as one planet Earth and not just as America. Thank you, sir. May I have another? And I put some bins in. Right, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew Polly, do you have a pressing issue you want I to get on with? I do. I do. One that may, in fact, address crime as a whole. Ooh. You've been waiting Something for this one. We are desperate to address <laughs> Andropolia for I've about had, 50 weeks now. <laughs> I've had this exact sales pitch from you a number of times, and crime is nothing personal, but it has not gotten better. <laughs> There's a lot of scum here. The Life of Riley. A recent TV documentary revealed that some prisoners are living the higher life when incarcerated. For those I, who can. Is that just a national <laughs> propaganda? Because they, they're going. They're using, like, gold toilets? Well, that has only recently happened. I'm sure that was the fuel for this fire. <laughs> for those that can afford it, almost anything that can be bought inside jails, including extended living space, state-of-the-art televisions, fridges, air conditioning, and even original works of art. Done by prisoners? Or, like, above done by famous artists? I, pre- I presume they're imported in. <laughs> right. These, you know, yeah. high-profile people with lots of money to spend uh, decorating their cells with... 
Actually, from what I understand, they're constructing new wings to the prisons and somehow decorating them. <laughs> All right. Very nicely. How long have prison governors been allowing these illegal transactions to take place, rages Julius Urquhart, Minister of Prisons, engaging in the time on a tradition of politicians not taking responsibility for their own departments. Prison should be a punishment, not a holiday. We must crack down on everybody who has been abusing the system, donate all their luxury goods to charity, and transfer them back to the prison's general population, where they can share a cell with ten other people. Any prison officer that is found to have colluded with these inmates should be fired immediately. Seems a bit harsh for people exercising, you know, what is on the outside a perfectly reasonable... But that's the thing, like, if inside is just the same as outside, what's the point of having them inside? Prisons are a funny thing. <laughs> Most <laughs> convicts agree, I assume. No, <laughs> no, we, we we get so we get so worked up about blaming someone and punishing people uh, for for committing committing crimes that sometimes don't even necessarily have a victim. Like in 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 Australia, prostitution is not illegal. It does it does come with specific rules. Um, but but uh, drug uses, marijuana. You can you can be you can be imprisoned for yeah. having a, a large quantity on you, um, and that's largely a victimless crime. Somebody grew something that grows naturally and had a holly on them that you know it's, you're not prevented from from carrying other things. You, you know, Coca Cola in you know vast quantities. You know, carrying around two hundred liters of Coca Cola is then on the not other illegal. hand, you have serial fine. killers. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would say that the the the, but the number a, of of victims. But, but, but the point I'm trying to make is that if you put people who are guilty of committing things that uh, guilty of committing crimes that don't have an obvious victim into the same place as as criminals who commit crimes with very very obvious and and uh, you know killed victims yes, sometimes yeah. ultimately, it kind of clouds what what a crime is and what punishment should be because if you're punishing them exactly the same way yeah um, absolutely it doesn't really it kind of mixes the 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 the, the severity of of, uh, of of the crimes in the first place and everything that is a crime you know as, as soon as it's labeled a crime it just gets you know pushed into this you know dark recess of oh it's 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 horrible it's it's one of the worst things that you can that you can do even though it might not necessarily be i mean so, people people who steal money are put in the same prisons as people who kill people. Yes. That doesn't seem right to me. Sometimes. There's yeah. like maximum no, 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 Yeah, there minimum, are. But, yeah. but, but it's the same idea. Correct, yeah. You know, which which doesn't doesn't seem terribly right. And, you know, prisoners who have a bit of money and they and they want to make their want to make their incarceration a bit more a bit more comfortable, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And who No, let's go on. Yeah. <laughs> I would get rid of prisons altogether. That'll help with crime. <laughs> not to, not that I wouldn't get not that I wouldn't get rid of punishments or yeah, know, some no, sort I, of I, I, program for both. Said America and I are both yeah. <laughs> are, are both prison free. So yeah, yeah, with a heavy focus on restitution. That that would be my ideal. Yeah, but until that day comes, we'll have to deal with the prison somehow. So number one, it's a reasonable option, you know. Oh no! Actually, it's it's not. That's that's saying. <laughs> sorry, I was I was reading ahead. Yeah, number one is saying that um, you should 
you know, basically confiscate everything that they've that they've accumulated and sell it off. Sell it off. Um, put everybody back in. In fact, put them in in cells with ten other people because why not? They're prisoners, so fuck them. That's that's the attitude, and that stinks. So number two, that uh, number one is definitely out. Number two, the problem is the low wages of prison officers, declares Warden Paris Cobblepot. Another Cobblepot. Mm. Cobblepots are making the rounds mm. too. I... A relative of Ganondorf, a his last and name says Kapoor. no. The hairs on the what? back of my neck are standing. Listen, guys, yeah. um, it's his fine. Cobblepot has said American name. <laughs> Listen, maybe. I'm not sure. Uh, I don't want to read into this any. <laughs> Although it, it is suspicious that you both got a Zelda character and a Batman villain. I know, right? Oh man, I just. If only I'm sorry. Was... Ganondorf's last name was Cobblepot. Oh, really? As well? Yes. No. Yes. Who called their kid Ganondorf Cobblepot? Wasn't me. Is there some secret monarchy that rules <laughs> over nation states? I don't think so. <laughs> like the Rothschilds with agents in every single one. These are the cobble pots. Well, uh, they're only targeting you and me, Andy, so far. So, so we can only think that it's American. It's because we, we we caught them when I did my meteorological research in episode <laughs> one of this gypsy chapter. It, the problem is low wages. Uh, the low wages of prison officers declares Warden Paris Cobblepot as she gives an inmate a sandalwood oil back massage. Our meager salaries mean that officers will do anything to supplement it. We have families to take care of and bills to pay. How else could I have bought a second home if it hadn't been for a little for a little help from my affluent detainees? Increase our pay, and I'm sure we'll be inclined to conduct our duty much more professionally. Sounds a little bit like extortion. Yeah, that's a, that's like textbook extortion. But injecting- like, I guess if you want if you want these crimes to not happen, <laughs> if you want us to do our jobs, injecting a bit more money into um, law enforcement. Yeah. And the justice system may not be a bad idea. Especially terrorism. Especially yeah. with terrorists around. That's yeah. exactly right. We don't want them feeling Being like- Being able to work from inside the prison. We don't want them to feel like prison would be a comfortable place where they could hide out yeah. with the protection of law officers. That's right. Let's not be hasty, says Yasmin Carmen, an ex-minister of yours who was jailed for corruption, speaking to you from her prison cell via private video link. Is it really so bad? I've become accustomed to a certain level of living, and there's no fair reason why I should be denied the chance to spend my private wealth simply because of my incarceration. Besides, all this is good for the economy, isn't it? Just make the whole arrangement legal and official, and a whole new retail markets will open up. She turns to the officer standing behind her. Officer, could you be a darling and get me some new mahogany dresses? Here's a bundle of cash. Buy your lady a new dress while you're out. It sounds like just a head of a terrorist Look. cell could just hide out in prison. <laughs> just go, mm, just go buy some, uh, buy some guns and explosives. I'm ignoring you, Mister High Horse, for the moment. <laughs> in principle, that's fine, but what it does do is add another layer of regulation to prisons. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do more paperwork and. Write more laws. To be fair, you're not doing any of these things. You're just saying someone else can go do it. Yeah, yeah that's that's so exactly like, right. That's don't right. feel like you've got to write this but, stuff. <laughs> yeah, but I'm ultimately responsible. And if someone comes mm. knocking and says that you know a few words were misspelt, it's it's on my head. Mm. I don't I don't want that. I want no laws. Yeah, no that's laws. true. You are going for the no laws. People thing. can just govern themselves. That's fine. So 
Unless there's a veto impending, I don't think there is. There are only three options. There are only three. No, I'm I, going, think I think you're going to pick the right one. I'm, so I don't, I don't. I'm going with number two. All right. I would never dream on stamping on your choices <laughs> as the leader of your Neither nation. Neither would I, Seb. I respect you too much. Oh, for in that. the past you have, not to me though, but <laughs> like, so America is forgiving, but their eyes are both open. <laughs> like, Zane Australia knows what it did. So number two, which is uh, to increase the pay of the prison guards, and I'm hoping in general police officers and things like that get a few more beats on the street and on the feet of the meat. Prison mm. officers are bribed not to take bribes. Good. Thank you very much, Andropolia. Yep. Well, have- like, that's technically good. That's why the wages are so high for police in Australia. Yeah, I suppose so. To counteract corruption. Yeah. It doesn't obviously work 100% of the time, but that's the concept. Yeah. It doesn't work at all, in fact. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, like, comparatively, comparatively to the United States, though, even like cost of living aside and stuff, the cops in, in Australia are like on almost like per thing. About, you know how to double. get rid of corruption? Just get rid of the power. If there's no law, yeah, technically <laughs> you can't be breaking it. That's how you skip it. The Andropolia Sentinel reports: Thin blue line grows thicker. Yes, wage rises put spring in step, money in pocket. School bans chess is too confrontational. And government more trustworthy than ever before. Success. Law enforcement up 22%. I'm very well happy to report. Safety, an additional 14.5% increase on last week's three or something. Government size, unfortunately, up 3.7%. But, hey, that's, that's what you have to do. Mm. When, there are no, more money. when there are no private players, I welcome the private, uh, the private police. Pacifism is up 2.5% and lifespan up an additional 1%. That's another year. That's another year, guys. Listen, we'd never be more proud of you that your people are no longer dying of natural causes. <laughs> or unnatural the real causes. issue here is meteorites. <laughs> as far as the downtrends are concerned, not a whole lot has changed. Um, charmlessness is down 1%, crime down 2%, weaponization down 6 and corruption down 8%. We are... Almost down to one kickback per hour. That's good. <laughs> Only 24 good. a day. I just realized something that I want to get in the open. In that cup, I believe there is actually like incoming meteors that will destroy the yes, earth. Yes, there, there is a meteor. And I'm dreading the day we choose that out because you guys are going to turn over and look at me at this yeah. yep. and be like, hey, this is another one of your meteorites. And I'm yeah. going to be like, yeah, maybe. You've already <laughs> dealt with it. Yeah. That's right. I'm an expert in this. You could say... <laughs> I put it there to kill us all, but, oh, would, but we would never say that because that would be crazy. Now you have said that. Good I news, record literally everything. Because that, that's how a podcast works. Zane <laughs> Australia has an issue. Oh, man. Of course, Zane Australia always has an issue. Well, we all always be have issues. Be in your bonnet. Government and CO. Oh. Earlier None. this week, several people were sickened by carbon carbon monoxide poisoning while waiting in a long line at a government office in downtown Zane Australia City. Mm, Sounds like an attempted terrorist plot. It does, doesn't it? Fortunately, nobody was killed. But the incident has prompted calls for the government to install carbon monoxide detectors in its buildings and better regulate safety standards. I did this in our first season. Did you? Yeah. Were there terrorists then? They were not. Well, there are now, and they're using, they're, they're harnessing the power of carbon monoxide to attack my citizenry. It's odorless, colourless. Wouldn't even know it was there until you're choking. 
The government should be thanking its lucky stars that there were no permanent injuries, notes government lawyer Daniel Freeman, relieved that nobody has decided to sue yet. Slash gypsy. (laughs) In order to abate public outcry, we, we need to make sure that this does not happen again. We must install carbon monoxide detectors in every single government building in St. Strain and provide government employees with proper safety training. It may be a bit of an expense, but surely that beats a class action lawsuit, yes? If he's a gypsy... I'm immediately picking his answer because I'm all about appeasing the gypsies at the moment. <laughs> also, honestly, even if let's take a, a chapter out of the best book at the table, the Seb American book of how to run a country, um, bury yourself under the ground no, and hope um, for the best. <laughs> you can use the the same uh, procedures of training for doing a carbon monoxide leak and the same equipment that'll test whether there is a leak or not to find other poisonous gases. Correct. You're, you're not being fully honest because it, could be used to detect gas X instead of gas Y, but the point is it's there, it's a measure, and your teams well, have what it learned actually to do it measures it. is oxygen levels in the in the air, in the atmosphere. Yep. So if there is something that is occluding oxygen, which is in this case carbon monoxide, but or if it whatever is another else gas attack, yeah. then it would still work. In the same way that steam and smoke both set off smoke detectors, it's not specifically smoke. Yep. It is um, lack of regular Coldness. atmosphere. But my point is a good option because it's training your staff what to do in a crisis and giving them a ways to detect a crisis that they might not see. Correct. Double tick. Why stop at government buildings? These detectors should be installed everywhere, enthuses my worrywart public safety minister after checking the various detectors in my office. We need to install these detectors in schools, places of business, and even in people's homes. Carbon monoxide is a threat that needs to be taken seriously. Some people may not like this being mandatory, but safety knows no price tag. After all, people spent hundreds of frugals on home security systems. The only thing that's different is that we're offering this free of charge. No. Hard yes. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's not free of charge. You're not charging the people no, just in for whose the price of a little bit it. more tax. You get this lovely carbon monoxide detector. You know they sell them at Woolworths for about twenty dollars. Good. Let people buy them if they're concerned about carbon monoxide in their own homes. This isn't about carbon monoxide, though. This is about terrorists. <laughs> What about terrorists? This is a way of detecting poisonous gases. If, think of it, if, okay, if every home had this mandatorily installed, that means terrorists that might be... Why would you do, do, do that? Yeah, because that means if I'm planning a terrorist attack and I'm testing out my gas, like it could get picked up and suddenly the government is alerted of a certain chemical being used in a certain area. It's going to help them narrow down people that are causing the attacks as well as when they're I happening. I mean, you gave me a lot of... A lot of trouble last week for my blanket GPS. Now you're just saying blanket gas detectors but everywhere. Because you can use your car in many legal ways, but you can't make poisonous gases in any legal ways. So it's it's only ever detecting a crime, not freedoms. I'm I'm, I'm just making fun of you. I understand. Yeah, like they are different. I understand. That's a safe choice. If I was a dickhead, I would veto the first two that I've heard because they're so reasonable. Installing installing GPS in cars, all that did was cause terrorists to obey the speed limit. Yep. Correct. That's all That's a good start. And also also be able to track them if they used cars in any Installing carbon monoxide detectors in everybody's homes, which uh, measure oxygen levels, Mm. not the presence of carbon monoxide, 
it, every little little alarm that goes off because of a because of a, a, a fire alarm, a little bit of smoke, or somebody shuts up the windows because there's a there's a storm or something. Every little thing like that is going to set off alarms, and it's going to have to be investigated. Well, let me further the point. Let's not discount the. You're going to take away resources. Who, uh, who can actively look at okay, concentrated okay, okay, areas okay, okay. <laughs> and disperse them throughout so your entire country? The the chasing uh, the idea ghosts. is is not to install government monitored detectors. So it's what's just the install. point if the government's it's, it's, not it's monitoring like it? Saying, it's like saying a house beep, needs. Beep, 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 yeah, beep. great. The, everybody, my carbon monoxide monitor is going off, and I've got no idea what to do. It's going off. Though. I know. I have no idea what Let to do. Let me write about it on I'm Facebook dead. and Twitter, and yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the point? What is um, the point? The point is that carbon monoxide detectors will let you know that it's a problem before it's a deadly problem. Who, if they're not being monitored by some central authority, what good is the information? Okay, right now, we're in the apartment recording this. If there was a known gas detector that is in every house, and we every week heard that gas detector going off at Zane's neighbor's house. Right. That is something that we as citizens could raise with the authorities going like, this is going to sound weird, but literally every night when this one person gets home, their poisonous gas detector is going off. Yeah. Not their smoke alarm when they're cooking. Their poisonous gas detector is going off. That gives me an option as a citizen to be like, hmm, if you see something, say something, and it opens up. The intelligence community. The, the unit can be faulty. I love it that could be. I have Submerica and Anapolia <laughs> fighting over my issue. <laughs> and I'm sure the, the, this time the government will be able to fix another problem it created, sneers anti-government conspiracy theorist Julia McGee, setting off my sarcasm detector. Good, yeah, she's not a cobblepot, trust her. <laughs> she's a McGee, though. <laughs> <laughs> The last thing we need is the government going into people's homes and installing these things. For all we know, you're planting listening devices in them. And people Does want the- these detectors, well, they can go out and buy them themselves. This is just government funding excuses to feed their own bloated bureaucracy. And 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 how about the government sticks its big nose up? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Outer things at once. The accent you chose for that poor woman indicates that you don't take her, her speech no, I, very I think, seriously. I think that that's... Look, I chose the gypsy for the first one. I, I, I choose the accents before I know the content of what they're saying. Um, no, I think that's probably the right choice. Again, like if people, if this is a problem, you make yeah. it available for people and if they feel that they need this protection, they can go and get it. Um I'm not sure why this person wouldn't want it in government buildings because that's obviously the government's kind of choice right. on whether or not to do it. Uh, and she's saying just don't do it at all. If people want it, they can go buy it. Um, and I think that's that doesn't – option number one says in government buildings yeah. we'll have these things installed so that this doesn't happen again. 
I don't see how no, one that's and right. three that won't actually happen again. Conflict. Something new will happen. Yeah, ideally something that you're not monitoring because yes. you're wasting all your time monitoring carbon monoxide levels. Well, no, this is this is a thing that has happened. So to yes. stop it from happening in the future, we need to stop it because terrorists. <laughs> yes, but you're fueling innovation by not monitoring it. The terrorists will be deterred from investing new resources into a new gas and they'll just carbon monoxide another building and you'll be waiting there ready with oxygen or, you, or something, you, however you do it. Are you telling me? I'm saying you, don't monitor it. Don't. At all. So when it happens again, yeah. it'll just happen again. No, no. Have, have the resources there to address the emergency when you know it's happening, but don't monitor it. Don't actively monitor it. Not even in government buildings? No. Why? Not in any buildings. But Not. these things are there. I can buy them and put them in my buildings. You can. but if And you I d- want to because I don't want people in my buildings to die. Oh, you want them to die of something else, do you? I want them not to die in my buildings of an easily preventable death. <laughs> Good. <laughs> it's like, oh, you cannot set cars on fire, but why would you? Because people are going to die eventually. Can I please bring forward a reasonable argument? Sure. <laughs> just, to change, just to change pace between everything going on. With option two, with the mandatory putting in of these devices, whether or not they are government tracked or not, when you're dealing with uh, extremist groups or people that are actively doing things to counter the government, these are the kinds of people making a big presumption here, but they're going to be the ones that want to tread very carefully and not arouse suspicion where they go. It's, for me, I see it as the same way of when you know, you're on a street and suddenly the 20 cops you know, walk by at once. Their mere presence is you we use this in the argument about me having the idea when my police going to racially profile certain mm-hmm. people. The idea that their presence alone can be enough to deter certain crimes from happening just because they're in the area. Even the, whether these devices don't signal to the government to let them know. The fact that there are government installed devices in every house, office, or whatever may be enough of a deterrent just out of you know scared well, like, out of like paranoid nature. The just stickers to stop that things. you put on your window saying this house is monitored by security. So you don't necessarily have to have security. You can just buy the sticker. Exactly. And like 90% of them are bullshit. But some criminals are not going to take the chance that they're in the 10% that might have an actual thing. So just by putting it in there, it may be enough of a deterrent just to, just to make people second-guess their actions. Whatever, and it's cheap. Whatever tool you use, whether for, for uh, benevolent means or nefarious, it can, it, it can be used either way. So... By installing all these everywhere, you would genuinely be alerted to legitimate, you know, carbon monoxide uh, uh, events. They could also be used to get people to to respond to to a fictitious one while you're carrying out an attack somewhere else. And you know now that the police are busy in in this place, and the emergency services are busy at this one place. So you can you you can you can use that to what's the word I'm looking for? Distract, Just distract, yeah. Just, uh, to, to distract people and attack somewhere. It sounds somewhere. like the problem but a is we see buildings and not some gas. Mm. Like Chimes bombs. in, contract and Nelson another one? Stallone. I yes. thought we only had three. No, there oh, are four. Fuck. <laughs> Have you seen the state of some of these buildings? The public affairs building is older than you are. We need to tear down these decrepit monstrosities and replace them with new technological marvels that can eliminate poisonous gases before they are threat. Will it one. be expensive? And inconvenient? 
Oh, yeah. You betcha. <laughs> <laughs> but think of how fancy and safe your new office would be. Now, this is the said yeah, American I would do option. This. <laughs> I'd be like, the current system is not working. Let's do better. Let's be better as a nation. That's my option. And you Expensive know what? and inconvenient oh, are not issues for Zane Australia to stop from words. doing it. But the issue is not, are my public buildings falling down. The issue is there was a terrorist attack using carbon monoxide in one of my government buildings. Mm -hmm. If there was not a terrorist attack using that, I would 100% choose option three because if people need them, they can buy them. That includes the government. The government will have them installed. Because it is a terrorist attack, I am going to go option number one unless there is a veto on the table. Can you refresh me, Option number one is install them in government buildings. That's just explicitly stating what I would assume would happen in option number three. You're not, where I'd choose you're not going to build super high-tech buildings? Yeah, what the up, dude? <laughs> that's the option. That's not the option. It's a the good option. Op- <laughs> that's not the problem. The problem Think is of all the things attack. you could prevent, all the, all the nastiness that you could prevent. You could filter out biological agents, yeah. viruses, not just, not just poisonous gases. Oh, no, you sold me. So it's going to be a three-part biological signature to get into the building. Cornea, fingerprint, blood test. <laughs> it's not my problem. I don't work in your government. <laughs> Any vetoes on the table? No vetoes. I do feel strongly about option two. But nah, it's not worth the 17 vetoes to get you there. <laughs> Only three. 17. <laughs> 17 big dollars. Centuries old marble buildings are torn down and replaced with corrugated steel wind tunnels. I'm not sure why that's a high tech building, but okay. <laughs> Tourism industry discounts benefit locals. Socialists welcome increased public spending. Too many children missing breakfast, teachers say. <laughs> Zane Australian parents concerned. About youth employment. Mm. We have healthcare up 5.3%. We have health up 3%. Mm. We have weather up 1.8%. We have average income up 0.3%. Economic output up 0.3%. Lifespan 02 And human development up 07 yeah. Biggest downs are average disposable income down 1.7%. Obesity down 04 uh, Agriculture down 03 And welfare down 03 So... I think those ups are worth it, are worth those downs. We shall see. We shall see. the course of time. Yeah, we'll see how many more terrorist attacks happen in government buildings around Zane Australia. How long construction takes. No, 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 no. We have (laughs) nanobots. Have you seen? Have you seen Iron Man's nanobots? I I did construction during a zombie apocalypse and it counted in my face. You're fine. It happens. Yeah. I agree. No, I'm agreeing. <laughs> Actually, that's true. I built a series of dams. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's fine. my laser turrets. <laughs> my issue is called Seed Our Seeds. Now, this is the hardest one that I've got like, like for this um, terrorist issue to tie in. So let's be creative here, guys, because I'm looking at it and I'm like, oh, it's going to be... Anyway. Biotech firm Mixanto LLC has developed a new genetically engineered corn with 200% more butter flavor and a guarantee to be free of those stringy bits that get stuck in your teeth. Fantastic. It's about time. They've also engineered every uh, mature kernel to be sterile while marketing a special starter seed at a premium price. Angry supporters of of small farms are demanding you lend an ear. So they made made a really... (laughs) Oh, 
I see what they did there. Yep. Lend an ear. So they've they've come up with some super corn, but they have specific. This is the seed you need to plant it. The it will not grow. No, seeds. So it can't what, be what they've done is usually farmers would let an amount of their crop go to seed so that they can gather that seed and use it for next year's crop. But they've now made this pay- extra payable DLC. Yeah, so this yep. company, basically, you need to buy new seed from them every year. Yeah. Monsanto, essentially. Yeah. Well, I think it was literally called Mixanto. Yeah, in this case, yeah. 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 Um, so this is going to be a tough one to tie into terrorism. So I'll read through the options and then I want to come back and Are work you out. kidding? I'm not kidding. Are you kidding? If there was one company in control of all of your agricultural seeds. It's true. And the terrorists managed to to get somebody in there and play with your play with your seeds, or even less than that, if they just managed to uh, infiltrate it. No, no, to develop a, a disease that focuses on yeah. that. Oh no, you, you don't even have to wait well, no for it to change itself. You, you no don't even have to disrupt food supplies for very long, even a few days without food, and society crumbles. That's a good point. Well, good, good. I like this. <laughs> <laughs> I need steaks. <laughs> These we're Frank- talking about corn. Oh shit! <laughs> These Frankenfood monstrosities are nothing more than a means for Monsanto to drive its competition out of business. Complains Maisie, founder of Stop Engineering Edible Edibles, darn it, or Seed. Good. Um, engineered sterilization prevents small family and um, subsistent farmers from saving and reusing seed. This means they have to buy all new and expensive seed for every single crop and only from Mixanto. Do the right thing by abolishing genetically modified organisms and engineered sterilization. Don't let the big biotech firms grind Submerica into cornmeal. Well, terrorism aside, she would have my vote. I agree. I don't like <laughs> that whole thing. Honestly, and, en- engineered infertility, that's the real issue. Yeah. The, the fact that you're leasing basically the rights to grow this kind of corn to farmers rather than saying this is our product that we've engineered to be better corn. Yep. You buy this and then it works like regular corn. And if we manage to make a better corn again, you'll want to come back and buy the better corn. Yep. But saying that you can have this much seed and you will get no more seed from this corn yeah. is that's the real issue because it changes it changes the uh, the whole ecosystem and economy. Mm. Yeah. And I, I was maybe worth pointing out, in Seb America, organizations do not get the same luxury of all the freedom of choices that the citizenship does to get. I do try to, for the most part, treat them as vastly different things. I'm a lot more strict when it comes to how businesses operate. So just don't want that being shoved in my face when I <laughs> slam down the hammer of justice on these bastards. Um, engineered sterilization provides us with the ability to ensure that genetically modified organisms stay targeted to farms and orchids, allowing our precious natural spaces and native species to remain unblemished. This way, further generations can prosper from better foods and a, great, and a greener world. Recites Stover Cobb, CEO of Mixanto LLC, reading from a prepared statement, and setting a gourmet popcorn gift basket on your desk. Beside, without the ability to draw new agricultural business, Mixanto wouldn't be able to recover the millions of big dollars it spends on research and development. Well, that was your choice. <laughs> that means less buttery goodness on the table. Show you have some grits and support agriculture. Support Mixanto. Okay, one more option. And even that wasn't very convincing. Yeah. I mean, like, like farmers over the millennia have created the crops that we have now. Like you don't have to spend hundreds of millions of dollars developing 
new stuff in one day what it would usually take a year. But Zane, it's 200% more buttery. Okay. Um, that, that's in the number. That's what about the so dairy far. industry? They are also quite buttery. <laughs> but what happens to the dairy industry when you're butter, when, when demand for butter? Should you subsidize the dairy industry as well? Yes. <laughs> no. You can, you can make milk more popcorn y. Okay. Yeah, this milk isn't corny enough. <laughs> okay, final option. So far, one is winning quite handily, but let's uh, let's see what three will be like. Ban all vegetables and blow up every farm you own. Okay. While fiddling with a toothpick, Dr. Flint Shoepeg, hey, not a corn name. Yeah, good start. Uh, chimes in. No doubt everyone benefits from the improvements companies like Monsanto make to our crops. Those stringy bits really are, oh, um, yeah, really annoying. But driving mum and pop out of business wouldn't be right either. Why don't you discourage engineered sterilization but support my research in chemical-based genetic rights management? He retrieves some dental floss from a pocket before continuing. This way, small farmers can still have seed, but McSanto can still require the purchase of an activator spray that'll turn their value-added features on. Sure, there's a small risk from runoff, but... Ow. <laughs> That's like adding another middleman into option number two. Yeah. But, yeah. Oh, well, what is it that might be runoff? So you're adding a chemical to make the corn grow as McSanto wants it to grow. But Otherwise, it, it'll just be regular old boring corn. But that's kind of, it's kind of what you were saying. I mean, with that chemical specific step, but you were saying... No, 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 no. So you would still... Well, the chemical is what activates the buttery goodness. Yes. Otherwise, it'll be, it's It'll just, be some enzyme that yeah. unlocks some, some genome that... Uh, that then fuels this buttery growth. But it but also then, means they have they can get all the seed through their normal means without being cut off. I know what you were saying. Everything was good except for that activation part, the no, seed No, part. The, the engineered... Sterilization. Uh, sterilization. Which is removed in this step. Yes, but then you're adding a whole nother set of chemicals and, and enzymes and, and engineered uh, products into mm. the ecosystem. Yeah. So you, we've had cases... I'm sorry. I didn't know that I was so passionate about farming, but apparently I am. You grew up in Bundaberg. Like, you've seen a farm. Still, I very rarely harvested cane. Uh, (laughs) Good. Yep. (laughs) But but you have, like, this uh, engineered corn that McSanto has a patent on. So they they own the right to grow this corn, and unless you buy it from them, you can't have it. The problem is corn, as with everything else, spreads yeah it's it's, it's pollinated what it does and so if it spreads to your farm and you grow it you now owe mcsanto money Mm. due to that patent this has genuinely happened where uh, monsanto has gone after um, farmers in america where they found that their uh, variety of corn was growing in their field it's you know even even uh, if the farmers didn't uh, didn't steal it. Didn't didn't yeah. take it, uh, steal some some stock and and plant it themselves. Just the fact that it's there, uh, Monsanto took them to court and said, "Hey, you owe us some money for for the corn. You're growing our corn. Um, you know, you need yeah. to be on our service agreement to grow and this also corn. this this whole enzyme thing that can affect other plants in unaf- in unanticipated ways. What does it make my tomatoes buttery? I'm done. This is <laughs> well, the, the the one thing that I know is that it it does make them. Less resistant to pests, so mm. it basically in, induces. It's not without benefits. Yeah. It's not without benefits. Yeah, but still, yeah. but it's so, a it's a it's a really weird deal. This is pretty easy for me to go option one of unless. Off. 
Well, yes, unless someone wants to, <laughs> no, to shoehorn me I've into a No, I've literally been encouraging option. you to go for the one that you're going for. <laughs> I'm not going to then yeah. block you. It's pretty pretty simple. Let people do their thing. And also the idea of that story about them suing people for yeah. something that was potentially out of their control is horrendous. So they can but go that was, fuck themselves. Yeah, but they did it on IP grounds, not yeah. on. So get rid of IP and you solve all your problems. Get rid of their IP. Company. Oh, I know what it is. Yeah, I'm saying right. get rid of their IP. Well, get rid of the, all the IP. concept nope. of IP. I'm allowed it. Me personally. <laughs> an epidemic of unpopped kernels causes moviegoers to gnash their teeth. Oh, poor little babies. You have the choice to not buy popcorn. Let's all remember that. <laughs> um, but what about the corn farmers? <laughs> Maybe you should subsidize them. I don't think I need to you know, looking at these results. You'll see in a second. Popcorn alone keeps movie theaters open for business. Without it, Seb, you, <laughs> are, can, you are destroying the film industry. You are destroying Hollywood. They can change Maybe their, you should subsidize it. <laughs> Soda industry predicts bumper summer. Man almost catches enormous fish. Ooh. No. Almost. <laughs> Seb America's needy is targeted by new welfare program and 12-page sport lift out inside. Well, I have two major ups. And by major, I mean one on 167% up and my next on... 3% up. And then I'm going to say agriculture is 167. That's a safe bet. And primitiveness went up 3% because wow. we have a lot more farmers, I guess. Yeah. And that's not yeah. the thing I'm saying. That's what nation states are saying. Not me. <laughs> no, primitiveness is because you're not investing in or you're not siding with uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, the science. Which is definitely showcased in my two major downs. And the ones that are like above a whole percent is um, information technology down 13 and scientific advancement down 4. So- it's just it's just a shift from tech to yep. nature, which is in this case very okay. So Australia has <laughs> said it has said it many times before. Uh, varied and competitive agriculture <laughs> uh, agriculture economy is what you want. Mm. But as soon as everyone starts using one variety of anything, that's when you open yourself up to vulnerabilities. So as for terrorists, I guess the only way to tie suck it. it. You can't infect my corn. Well, that's it. I've just made. I have varied the supply of certain bits of food coming into my populace, so it's now a lot harder to make us go hungry and kill each other. I mean, it's no laser turret, but I'll let you have it. No, it's not. It's not. But it is good, and corn is lovely. And guys, know how many things corn's made out of? Wait, corn. One. One corn is made out of. One. <laughs> that's the phrase. How many things corn goes into? Lots of stuff. Yep. Yep, corn, corn bread, you know corn flour, <laughs> corn syrup, corn starch, corners, I assume. Like popcorn. Popcorn as well, yep. Um, corn soup. Corn soup. Corn salad. Corn salad. Okay, corn you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter. You can actually find us on Nation States if you want. You search for Zane Australia or Andropolia or Seb America, we are on there. You can have a look at where we are as nations. Uh, and if you want to find the one in five only exclusively Patreon episodes that we release. There's one more and then we have our wrap-up for the International Terror Plot. Uh, You can go to patreon.com forward slash a new world order podcast and find us on there. Uh, So I have been Zane C. Weber, Chancellor of the National Council of Zane Australia, twirling forever towards a well-protected future. I have been your people's champion and you're very appropriately titled Mr. Juicy Sebastian. <laughs> Corn's not juicy. They literally sell corn under the term super juicy in supermarkets. It's ex- and, it, and it's buttery and juicy now. Yep.
No, no, it's not buttery. It's, it's normal buttery levels. It's not 200% buttery. I'm sure the butter levels will increase. They'll increase over time as expectations <laughs> lower. Um, the something, something, Siberica, the best there is, was, and ever will be. It's fine. It's good. And I have been Andrew Schossler, the most supreme, magnificent overlord of everything you ever saw in the great confederacy of Andropolia, imploring you all carte blanche sans plume. Till next time, gentlemen. Hi there, my name's Jessica Kate. And I'm Ellen Rose. And we're the hosts of Murder in the Land of Oz, a new Australian true crime podcast. Yes, we're starting off in Brisbane, our hometown, because relatable. Relatable. We're going to be coming to you every second Monday. So give us a listen, give us a like. And a subscribe. Come and join us on our journey where we explore the depths of true crime Australia. Oh yeah. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.